Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? Soon that attitude may be your doom. Why do you write like you're running out of time? Write day and night like you're running out of time. Every day you fight like you're running out of time. Keep on fighting in the meantime. Hello, and welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast. Hello. Greetings and salutations. Hello, hello, hello. This is the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. I am Tom Zalatni. I'm Simon Peltier. I'm Tim Blay. I'm, I'm a Paolo. special guest. Oh, that was going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can go. <laughs> oh, I'm so. Paolo Gonzalez. Paolo nice. Gonzalez. Hey. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Hey, guys. How are you feeling? You feeling relaxed? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks for having me. You look relaxed. Oh. I feel like that's 95% of your demeanor is just relaxed. Oh, really? Thanks. Yeah. Except I've, for the I've 5% gotten, of the time I've always gotten that impression about you. Yeah, audience, doesn't he re- look relaxed? By a show of applause, how relaxed does he look? Wow. You're not the audience. I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, do you even listen to this show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys listen to this show? Do you listen back a lot? I do. I'm I about, have to. I am about 5% of our audience, so. Mm, it's true. I do sometimes. <laughs> I think I, I usually listen to the first part of it, and then I fall asleep, because I always listen to it right before I go to bed. So I, I, I kind of fall asleep to my own voice and the sweet voices of you. I've actually listened to every single episode. Wow. So. Yeah. I feel like I've had to listen to every single episode. And then I usually will listen to them the next day as well to see if I they were actually good or if I just thought they were in the moment. Well, you're yeah. the you're the production producer f- person. So mm-hmm. I do. I do appreciate that now we record on Monday. So I have more time to forget about what we were talking about by the time I listen to it. Right. Because then it's yeah. fresh for you. I just exciting. actually I don't listen to every single episode. I listen. I don't listen to episodes I wasn't in. Uh. <laughs> because you're a narcissist. No, because like well. I, this, this this is a, a another another. Well, there was one. There there were a couple at the beginning, but like an, another podcaster that I really like says that he never listens to the episodes that he's not in because, because he's a narcissist. Because <laughs> if it's better without him, he doesn't want to know, and if it's worse without him, he doesn't want to know. Because he's a n- <laughs> mind. Paulo, do you listen to this podcast? I listened to the last five episodes when I was told that I was coming. And I was all <laughs> like, "All right, need to get an idea of the structure." And I messaged Tom, all like, "All right, there's no structure to your show. I have no idea what to do." <laughs> and he's all like, "Yeah." Just, just bring something and then we'll figure it out. There's, not, like, there's honestly not a whole lot of structure to the show, <laughs> so you're good. It's not really different from sitting around a table and talking. You just have to be a little more careful where you're talking. Right. There's also not a whole lot of structure to Tom. Well, hey, I mean, there's a whole lot of structure to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of unstructured matter go. going on. Meat. Matter. Meat is heavily structured. Even, you know, even fat is heavily structured. Have you guys seen fat cells under a microscope? They're cool. I cannot say that I have. I don't fit like, under microscopes. Because like normal cells, they look, you know, like you have an idea of what a cell looks like, right? But a fat cell, it's like, like it's living in the edges of just a gigantic glob of fat. But like there's still a cell there like skirting around the sides. It's weird. Anyways. Wow. It's kind of sad. It's yeah. like, it's like covered by all this fat. It wants to escape, but it can't. It's actually covering the fat. Oh, yeah. Wait. Huh. Okay. It Sorry, has, like, a gigantic I, vesicle of fat inside it, but then all like the nucleus and like the different parts are like in little bits. Nuclei. Around. I wasn't no, paying attention to the first part of what you were saying. What is it that covers the fat except Tom? This, what? Um, <laughs> t-shirts cover the fat on Tom. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, but you were you were saying that the fat is around, or is, something's around the fat. Yeah, Tom, and his t-shirts. Gotcha. Buy yeah. a Tom t-shirt. Go to Patreon.com. You know what, Simon. Since you missed the first part of this conversation, you will still be interested when you listen to it later. <laughs> That's true. 
That's Not wrong. True. Yeah. So, Paolo, tell us about yourself. Why are you here? Who are you? Um, I used to be in film, and then I quit that, and then I said I would be a writer, and then I quit that. So now I'm a teacher. Hopefully, I won't quit that. Wow. Interesting. Sweet. Are you studying to become a teacher, or are you actually a teacher? Um, I'm a certified teacher. Whoa. And I'm also starting to be a teacher. Like, I have a certification, and I have a bat- I'm starting to get a bachelor's degree. Hmm. Okay. What do, Wait, you, what do you want to teach? English. English. What, how, so you're doing your did... English bachelor's now. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll explain. Um, so yeah. there's, a, there's a thing called CELTA, which is like a certification of English language teaching to adults. And oh. that is kind of like a, if you want to teach in foreign countries, that's kind of like your, your ticket in. Nice. But they also right. need a bachelor's degree. So uh-huh. I got that before McGill because I applied to McGill. I got accepted, but it started in the fall. And I had a whole like six months where I couldn't do anything I wanted. And cool. so I paid for that and I got that out of the way real quick. Oh, Might as well, cool. yeah. So are you going to be one of those people that like when you get your degree, you hightail it off to like Singapore or something and teach or? Korea, actually. That's okay. Oh, nice. Which Korea? Oh. South. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's probably a good idea. It's a good plan. I don't think they allow the teaching of English in North Korea. You can go teach English to Chick Korea, the, the jazz musician. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're, I'm, we're I'm the cooler crickets. than you. <laughs> so how much do you know? Like, what do you know about teaching English in Korea? Like, what's it like? Um, I don't know much about it uh, at the moment. I, what I do know is that, like, uh, if I'm correct, there's a... It's like teaching adults, but like when you're teaching right. adults, it's kind of like 16 counts as an adult in that certificate. And so it's really oh, like right. yeah. 16 up to uh, mm-hmm. whenever, whatever. Like right now I'm, vo- well, not anymore, but I used to volunteer last semester teaching adults and like uh, that are coming to this country, like immigrants yeah. who need to learn English to like, you know, work various jobs that they came here to do. So you're teaching English as a second language? Yep. Oh, okay. Nice. Tessel. Or Cessla, Celta? Celta is the certificate of English language teaching to adults. TESOL is teaching English second language. Okay. I see. Great. That makes sense. When you go to, uh, when you do, because I've known a couple people who have gone to Korea to do English teaching, and they've had pretty disparate experiences. Like, it really depends where you go and who you find. Do your research, I think, because some of them had a lot of trouble getting paid. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, and and I, I knew at least one person who, um, was teaching and th- but then every time they would get inspectors in they would tell her not to come in to teach oh and oh, eventually she realized that it was because she was there illegally uh, <laughs> but they hadn't told her <laughs> weird yeah my my mom is a friend who uh went to south korea also to teach english as a second language and uh oh, oh you mean my mic, all right i'm just gonna lower it a little for you my, okay mic lowering great there you go Great, thank you. And uh, the the first the first phrase that he learned how to say, because it was a vegetarian, he couldn't find the the Korean word for vegetarian. So whenever he'd go to a restaurant, he just he would say, "No dead animals in the food, please." <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that, that gets the message across. Yeah, I mean, unless did they bring him any live animals at any point? <clears throat> Not that I know. Sure, of. you can. Okay. Do, like, that, that <laughs> That's that's thing. North Korea. No, I mean. Not that I'm aware of. I is mean, it? Is I it? I saw slanderous. the interview. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That flopped, right? Did it? No, Massively. no. It just it got so much press. I can't imagine that it. No, did it didn't bad, flop. Like... It just couldn't come out like world, like nationwide because okay. of the threats. Right. And so mm. it went straight to VOD. 
Right. Yeah. It's it's on uh it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Now. Netflix. I, yep. I think it was in. Was it a Netflix original? No, no it wasn't. It was supposed okay. to come out in all the theaters and stuff. Right. Like, but I think I think like uh like North Korea heard about it and then they made a bunch of threats and then the theaters got spooked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like those guys, they don't make like super cerebral stuff, right? No. Like it's not like it's going to be a poignant attack on like the structure of North Korean society. It's going to be like a goofy, stupid movie. Surprisingly, right, but, it kind of right? was in a way. Like, not to the point where you're saying, but they actually do address like, oh, we can't do this here. We can't do that here. And like, a lot of people don't know about that. And so that mm-hmm. supposes they're going to get to, you know, knowing about that, yeah. even though it's through a Seth Rogen, James Franco movie. Yeah, right. but also like, like North Korea is opposed to like any kind of criticism, whether it be satire or a joke or like serious. So hmm. like it, yeah, I don't think I don't think they really bother making a distinction between like a journalist, you know, pointing out a bunch of flaws in the system and Seth Rogen. Yeah, you know? I think like at the time, I feel like that sort of because of that, that sort of became like a rallying point for people to be like, yeah, we can stick it to North Korea by really supporting this movie. Which is great, but also, like, in, in other circumstances, you might have been like, oh, that's kind of a dumb movie, regardless. You know, it's yeah. like, mm. like, Pineapple Express is not a brilliant movie, but maybe if it was attacking North Korea, we would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Me. Cool. Well, great. What are you guys thinking about these days? What am I thinking about? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about, like, um... Death. Groundhog Day and how it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should watch And the, the day movie. after. And yeah. the day after. <laughs> That's literally the, the, after. the one thought I had was like, maybe I should watch that Bill Murray movie. <laughs> have you seen mm-hmm. it? Uh, a long time ago. Mm, I've never seen Groundhog Day. No, neither have I. We should Pretty have good. a Groundhog, Groundhog Day stew. Every Groundhog ground Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. We should watch that on Groundhog Day. C- can we just eat hot dogs? Because they are... Ground, ground up, Ooh, yummy. Yeah, you know, you know, what we should do. We should get hot dogs and then mm-hmm. grind them up and make make burgers with them, because then it would be ground dog. But it's still, it's no, it, they're already ground hog because it's a pig. <laughs> I think what we should do is grind up some hot dogs and plant them in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, I have the winner. I, and then, I do have very many and friends then harvest who have their them. own hot dog plants. <laughs> you uh, have you heard the there's there's this old song that my mother used to sing that came from her mother. It was called the Wild Hot Weenie Tree. You ever heard this? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that? It, the chorus is, went, "Oh, you've never had a weenie as good as a weenie can be until you've had a weenie from the Wild Hot Weenie Tree." I think I rented that movie once. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to be 18 plus? Gump. Gump. The, uh, I found out just earlier that uh, the groundhog that tells Winnipeg whether there will be winter or not died on Friday. Shoot. So, Man, that's short notice. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. another like, groundhog to accurately predict the future. Yeah. Do you think that means that Winnipeg is going to have infinite winter or no winter ever again? <laughs> uh, uh, how how's it doing because I feel like well, it's we're dead. not really having no not Winnipeg <laughs> well it, it, I'm aware the groundhog is dead it, it depends on the rules right I know that like Punxsutawney Phil is like if he sees his shadow then the winter is going to be short and if he doesn't the winter is going to be long what that's so, the opposite of us oh what because mm-hmm. if he sees if the, the, the tradition is that if, if the groundhog sees his shadow 
it gets scared and runs back in its hole, right? And that means oh, that winter is super long. I okay. I didn't. I mean, but I, if he doesn't, then he. Stays I had out. a vague awareness of Groundhog Day. I mean, if I'm so. correct, it's a prediction, right? So he's just going to yeah. predict what happens to winter. Well, winter's going to do whatever it wants what, anyway. What well, I think, I mean, is you're going to be all science about it. <laughs> whichever one, whichever one happens, if he doesn't see his shadow, is the one that's going to happen for all of eternity because he's never going to see his shadow again. That's but true. he's also mm-hmm. never going to not see his shadow. So, so Wikipedia, tells he, me. he's gone to the Valley of Shadows. That's a double negative, and I reject that. That's in the Bible. Yeah, Man. in two Corinthians. <laughs> two Corinthians. Which ones? Which ones? I, I, I. Uh, Wikipedia. So many Corinthians. Wikipedia Where? says that if it's cloudy when the groundhog emerges from its burrow, so like it doesn't see its shadow, spring comes early. Yeah, yeah. So then he stays out, and he's like, "Oh, there's no shadow. I don't have to be scared." Well, yeah. given global warming, that sounds like the most plausible one. But yeah. if global warming causes sunnier days does that present us with a paradox no no because it means that the the groundhog you know this groundhog is dead it yes. is not going to see its shadow so if therefore all spring will be early and then there will never be winter again because and, it can't happen re- but only really the, the, the yeah. rule is about seeing its shadow not cloudy so nor mm. not like whether it's cloudy but or that's, sunny this, that's what it means right because if it's sunny then there's a shadow no the rule is whether or not he sees his shadow so he could have a shadow there could be a shadow and he doesn't see it that still means spring is going to come early we have a question does how do we know he's seen the shadow does he tell us he saw the shadow or do we he, see he has a little flag that he waves <laughs> <laughs> because if it doesn't matter we could just put his corpse out there and then we can all be like oh there's a shadow we saw it and then we'll yeah. know and like but, Feel his eyes open so that he can, <laughs> you can feasibly say like, "Oh yeah, you know." Exactly. And then like actually, hunt what, him back into his hole. What what most people don't know is that uh, his shadow is actually the name of the other groundhog, and so if if he comes out and sees his shadow, then you know that explains you know. it because yeah. he's always so afraid of his shadow. And this year he's murdered. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you guys ever play that video game, Shadow the Groundhog? <laughs> what? It was a Sonic that the Hedgehog spinoff where you Really? Were the Black Hedgehog. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you had guns. that's true. Oh yeah, he had I remember guns. him. Shadow the Groundhog I, wait, sounds did, like a metal a head, band. Wait, what? I think he was still a hedgehog. He was still a hedgehog. All right, well you said Groundhog, and that's why I was confused. I'm just making a goof. All right. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog I, was an incredible character. I played I played the uh, the Sonic game where you were on like flying boards. Flying boards? Oh. Yeah, like hoverboards. Yeah, yeah, like the racing yeah. air, air ride, but yeah, that, that's like the that. Kirby one. Isn't what was it, the Sonic is, one? Are all nah, of them racing? I call the Sonic Not all of them. skateboards. Come play. Skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> Come play video games with me, please. Nah, it was I am it was alone. cool though. I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. It was it was a pretty good. What was that called? Uh, it was on GameCube. Yeah, it was like Sonic Air Racers or something. Sonic, Sonic was on Game. So when did Nintendo buy Sonic? Nintendo never bought Sonic. So how does Nintendo keep putting Sonic on games? What happened was Sega stopped being a major threat, and Sega imploded onto itself. And then okay. in order to have money, they were like, yeah, Nintendo, you can use Sonic in your games. And they huh. were like, all right, whatever, we beat you. Yeah. It's like a game Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, like, what does back Sega when- do now? They just make games now instead of making consoles. Okay. Because when they started, they made like consoles and that's what Sonic was on. Yeah. And then they weren't selling enough of those. So they were like, okay, well, we'll just, you know, keep making Sonic, but put them on other platforms. Oh, right. Okay. But isn't Sonic in the new like Smash Brothers as well? Like, yeah. As a, into that? as a third party character. Okay. Yeah. I guess they steal from everybody. Yeah. I can't find it. Oh, can't Sonic find... Riders. Sonic Riders. Okay. Oh, that, that makes there sense. you go. Yeah, there it is. Because that came out, I think, around the same time as Kirby Air Ride, which was a Kirby game where you sat on a disc and 
Yeah. <laughs> Raced. Yeah. The only way that Kirby <laughs> yeah. can get more sedentary. Sitting. Because <laughs> usually Kirby just sort of flops around, but now he doesn't even have to do that. It's like plop. I think he hobbles more than he flops. Yeah, I, I, I could call it a hobbling. Yeah. Um, Did you guys ever play that Kirby golf game? What? <laughs> uh, Kirby Dream Course, I think. It was like a Game Boy no. Advance or maybe NES or something. It was like Kirby Golf War. Uh it, it was basically like um like you had Kirby, like you each player controlled a Kirby and you had to like hit him with a mallet or something that would send him flying across the course. Oh, so Kirby was stars. The, the ball then. All right, Kirby yeah. wasn't oh was the Wait, player and the ball at the same time. That's yeah. that sounds like a Kirby video game. So yeah. is, is a Kirby like is is it like like Pokemon, like is it Kirby just a species? No, no. There's one Kirby, but like if you're playing multiplayer, you have yeah. multiple colors of the same Kirby. Yeah. Are there other members of Kirby's species? Uh, he is from the stars. He is from Planet Warp Star. Even that one. Okay. And so and- are like all of the villains. So I think they're kind of all of his species, right? Oh, well, just because you're from the same planet doesn't mean you're the same species. Look at us well, and turtles. Hey, war- that's what ha- that's how planet warp star works. Maybe I don't so... know. Mm, that's not science. I'm gonna science you with my science. All right. Do you know planet warp star and how it works? Yeah, they no, just discovered don't. it like last week. Watch. This is like I'm sure we're gonna get a comment where it's like it's not called planet warp star, and they're gonna tell us the real name and tell us where um, it is. Actually, it's <laughs> well, actually, the world is not flat. <laughs> that's a great segue <laughs> the world is totally flat look at it look how flat it looks yeah if it looks flat it is flat it depends on what you mean by flat just like tom's belly oh no my belly never looks flat. <laughs> <laughs> unless does. you lie on top of a glass table there was a time <laughs> when you lo- did you lie on top of a glass table ever that would be a sight to see we're it's looking like, at sure, a glass table. Sure right now. Tom. We're all sitting around a glass table right now. It's not going to happen. Next podcast, join us as Tom <laughs> lies on top of a glass table and the rest of us just lie underneath and comment. Exclusive scoop. You heard it here first. Yeah. So, Tom, you had a story about the earth being flat. Tell us about it. Oh, um, it's flat. Wake yeah. up, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Don't listen was... to the lamestream media. Yeah. So, uh, rapper B.O.B., we talked about this a bit last what week. What does that stand for? Can it's, we just get that clear? Bob. His name is Bob. He's Bobby Ryan. Really? Bobby Brown. What was his? Bobby... I, think, I think it's Bobby Brown. It's Bobby Brown. No, it's not Bobby Brown. It, it's that's why he doesn't. Bobby use Ray. Bobby... Oh, Bobby Ray. There we go. It's Bobby Ray. Yeah, because yeah. I always yeah. knew Bob as this really obscure like Christian punk band where it stood for bunch of believers. Really? <laughs> um, and now I can't think of anything else when I listen to when I hear his name. Yeah. But, okay. No. Bob. Uh, Bobby Ray Simmons Jr. There we go. Yeah, I always thought of Beast of Burden. That <laughs> works, and, too. Because um, my mom's friend growing up had a car named Bob, and it stood for Beast of Burden. Uh, but no, so this rapper uh, tweeted a bunch of shit about, like, the earth being flat, and then Neil oh. deGrasse Tyson was like, well, actually. And then, actually, no, he called out Neil deGrasse Tyson first. Oh, really? He, he made a diss track to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Seriously? Well, no, he, that, yeah. he, that makes it so much better. I didn't even know that. I, I thought he made the, the diss track response. like after. No, no, he made the diss track, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson responded and was like, "Um, actually," and then, yeah, well, man, yeah. Didn't, did Neil deGrasse Tyson make a diss track? Oh yeah, he kind did. Of, yeah, yeah, he yeah, did. yeah. He put one out with his son or something, right? Yeah. No, no. no he, well, uh, did did he? Because the thing that I saw was he was on this late night show. I can't remember which one. It was uh, that guy, James Corden? Face. No. Jimmy Fallon. No. Stephen Colbert. No. Uh, Trevor Noah. No. Um, um, Jay Leno. Conan O'Brien. There David are a Letterman. lot of them. It was a guy I didn't recognize, actually. 
Uh, yeah, late, late, late. Larry one. Wilmore. Is Maybe? that? Is that? Uh, like, oh, I think it was Larry uh, Wilmore. It was Larry Wilmore. Maybe it was. That's a guy who I, does a late show. That was the only show, one right? that I saw, which was it was pretty cool. What did he do? It just he did a bunch of ranting. I don't even know if it was even really rhymes. It was just him talking. But mm. yeah, it was pretty dope. Put it on my mm. Facebook. Go like it, share it, comment. Ooh. Whoops. Simon can destroy the headphones while he's at it. Careful. Good time. <laughs> um, and yeah. I wonder which flat earth theory he subscribes to because there's a few. Are there a few? How could, yeah. I'm just baffled that there are still people who think this. Um, uh, clearly, you do not know the, constant, the extent of conspiracies. If you're, will, if you're the kind of person who's willing to believe that everybody in the world is lizard people, then there's a lot that you're obviously going to take. Yeah. Isn't there also like a hollow earth theory? Hol- yeah. 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 There's, pos- there's a hollow earth theory, I'm sure. I mean, that was like science yeah. possibility as recent as like a couple hundred years ago but yeah i i heard that like i remember seeing a couple of videos on like the earth is hollow and here's why and like that yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense but no. hey if you're willing to believe crazy things yeah. then you know believe crazy things but yeah, yeah it's probably the one with the ice wall most of them involve an ice wall wait what so the idea is that the north pole is actually the center of the flat earth and Antarctica is l- like a wall at the edge of the disk, but like towering up so high that you cannot escape. So no one has gotten to the other side of Antarct- of the ice wall to know what's there. Despite and the fact that plural people have crossed Antarctica? They're part of the conspiracy. See, everything is part of the conspiracy. I see. If it doesn't... Okay. You know, the, this is why conspiracies are impossible to disprove in the minds of the people. Speaking because... of crossing Antarctica, have you guys seen the video of the Swedish guy who crossed Antarctica? He, like, skied across Antarctica, and, like, he would uh, drop a couple caches with food and stuff in it. And, there's this, and like, he would film, film himself, like, every Wait, day. Wait, hold or... on. Was that the guy who died a couple weeks ago? No. No, that was the groundhog. No, this... no, no. no. There, was, there, was, there was an Antarctic explorer who just was, like, attempting to do... Possibly. What... Uh, I, this one guy did and then died doing it which the other guy also died and he was trying to like prove that it could actually be done i don't know but anyway so this perhaps it wasn't antarctica maybe it was arctic but anyway arctica arctica but anyway so he was like there's this great video where he like he's at like the second to last cache or something and he's been in the arctic for like four months but and so he doesn't remember what's in the caches and this one was his like treat one and when he like you see himself sort of struggling to open it, and then when he open opens it, sees that he left himself cheese doodles, and like <laughs> flips out. He is so he is happier than anyone I've ever seen in my life. He is happier than your guinea pig when you give her a piece of apple. It's really really funny. That's it also like very heartwarming to see him. And then like he opens it, and he sees chocolate, and then he sees chips, and he's just like. He is so, so happy. It's really, really funny. I definitely have days where I go into the office in the morning forgetting that I left myself cookies the day before. Nice. And I totally get that feeling where you're like, oh my God, past me is great. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling that in this one, the stakes are a bit higher. You don't know that. There are no stakes, only cheese doodles. Some mornings I get real hungry at the office. Yeah. How cold is it in your office, though? It's not. It's too warm. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, the guy who died was named Henry Worsley. He was trying mm. to do what Shackleton did, who was the guy who uh, just failed to be the first person to the North Pole because the, well, he... the Nor- Norwegian guy, or the, to the South Pole, because the Norwegian guy, Amundsen, beat him to it. And then Shackleton died on his way out. 
And this well, guy was like, man, I could, I want to do that. And then he also died on well, his that, way Well, that guy then did what Shackleton did. Cause yeah, he, cause I know. <laughs> but that's not, wasn't the outcome that he was looking for. <laughs> Anyways, a moment for the fallen. Did, okay. Nice. Did the guy, did, did, uh, what's his name? Werner, Verger, Herger? Werner Herzog. <laughs> what's his name? Herger. Hurley Burley. Hurley Gertie. Henry Worsley. Henry. Worsley. <laughs> Henry Worsley. Did he know that Shackleton died? Well, yeah, but like that was like a hundred years ago. So like he had like all modern equipment and stuff. And all right, yeah, but he, uh, all right. he probably like he had a lot of systems. I don't know. I feel like people push, and this this is kind of scary for me actually because I feel like you think you know your limits, right? Like you think you know when you've had enough, but sometimes you don't. So this guy had a whole rescue system, right? But he really wanted to push himself like. And to his limit before he called them in and then by the time he called them in it was too late and he had severe dehydration and like i think it led to internal bleeding and septic that's why that's why the rule of thumb is that you're well rule of thumb that's why like what you should do is when you have a rescue system they dictate when they come in not you Hmm. because especially like if you're getting like super dehydrated and really exhausted you become delusional and so you might think you're doing fine when really you're bleeding internally and you've lost your foot. Yeah. The, the real rule of thumb is that if you lose your thumb to, you know, frostbite, they need to come rescue you. Really, the rule of thumb is don't cross Antarctica. What was the actual rule of thumb? Because there was a rule. The rule of thumb was there was there was a rule or a law passed once that you uh, you were allowed to beat your wife if the steak was the size of your thumb. Oh, jeez, that oh. makes me not want to use that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I feel like we need to take the phrase "rule of thumb" and give it a new meaning that's more wholesome. You cannot put anything up Tom's butt farther than the length of your thumb. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm not sharing this on my social media. <laughs> Hashtag fingers in the booty ass bitch. <laughs> Hashtag my mom is being blocked from this Facebook post <laughs> right now. Sorry, mother. You are going to wonder where this week's podcast is and you will not find it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are a lot of expressions that we use that are actually like way worse than we think they are. Like saved by the bell. What is it? Isn't that? I thought that was just the end of school. No, it's it's like an eighties TV show. No, <laughs> nice. I mean, it is, but no. Nineties. Yep. Well, it's it it comes from like uh, uh, in the like early eighteen hundreds. People discovered that they like how common it was for them to bury people alive because they oh. like like so oh, they, yeah. they they, they right. found they found scratch marks on the inside of uh of coffins which is the most terrifying thing you can think of and so whenever they would bury someone they would attach a little string on their toe that would go all the way up to the surface of the bell so if it turned out that the person was buried alive they could just ring it also the graveyard shift was the person who at night would walk around the graveyard uh, listening case, for the bell. Listening for the bell. Man, all these things. But what if what if some of the scratch marks were just a guy being buried with his cat? Because it was like in the they well. would find the cat. They would, but, and, the but there was would no be, cat. But what if he ate the cat? And he, the cat clawed its way. Well, out Well, if his he stomach. ate the cat, then he was buried alive, and it's the <laughs> same problem. <laughs> what if you eat a cat and then die before you finish digesting it? Will the cat stay alive in your digestive fluids? If no. you have eaten the cat alive, yeah. you have an impressive jaw. Also, Thank I you. think I think the cat would eat you before you eat the cat. 
Like, do you, are you imagining like a snake swallow th- situation? Yeah, like say you're a snake person. Okay. <laughs> you know, a millennial. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> and you unhinge your jaw and you put it over a whole cat. And then you swallow that cat and it's sitting in your stomach. And then you, I don't know, get shot in the head before you even start digesting. Like the guy whose cat you're eating shoots you in the head. And then you get buried with the cat in your stomach. Would the cat like be able to break out like... Probably depends how far along it is because, I mean, it takes about like seven seconds for something to move from your mouth to your stomach. And by the time it's in your stomach, there's like stomach acid and stuff. Well, not only that, there's just no oxygen, right? Yeah. Like you're going to run out of air and you're not going to have a lot Because your your mouth sphincter is pretty tight, so. Mouth sphincter? Yeah. The rule of thumb is don't put anything (laughs) (laughs) bigger than a thumb in my mouth sphincter. Yeah. I mean, what? like your 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 mouth is a muscle, and the type of muscle it is is a sphincter, because it's like a circular. You mean like your lips? Yeah, that's your, not. That's your not a, they're not a sphincter. Yeah. If anything, no. they're a labia. Your your body has seven sphincters, but your lips are not one of them. Well, what do you think your esophagus is? Well, there's a sphincter down here. It's yeah, that's but the not one. It, your mouth is uh, this part. It's yeah, but it goes thing. it goes seven. Thr- it goes across. Yeah, it goes through your mouth to go to the sphincter. Ergo, mouth sphincter. Yeah, a bunch of them are internal. Okay, right. Like the esophagus is a sphincter, right? Yeah, and like there's one that's at the bottom of your stomach saying. to open up and let food out, and then and your butthole. Yeah, that's butthole. the one that everyone knows. But yeah. there's a few of them. Your belly yeah. button is not a sphincter. No, no, it's a uh, scar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the first scar you'll ever have. Hmm. Well, so, so um, Tim, yeah, I have a story for you. You have a story specifically for me. Yeah, okay, it's actually a podcast. It's actually more of a question, and then you tell a story. So, all right, did you hear about um, about how like Congress just passed uh, a budget? This is and American it, Congress. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I did not. Okay, so it just passed a budget, which is its first in like. Very many years, right? At, at least in like Obama's entire presidential career, they um, so they, they they just approved the budget. They, so they're not like Canada then clearly because if we don't pass a budget every year, the government dissolves. Well, I think I think what Congress was doing was that it was funding it like week by week or something. So, oh yeah, like the whole debt ceiling thing. Okay, yeah, some some <clears throat> ridiculous like that. But now that Obama has fixed the American economy, basically, Thanks, Obama. um, uh. So Congress has just passed a budget and they gave uh like nineteen billion dollars to NASA. Sweet. Uh which is a lot. And it's even more than they had asked for. Cool. Uh and so I'm sure there's a lot of people here thinking there's at least one American listening, uh, whose taxes go to NASA. Cool. So I w- why do we fund NASA? What does NASA do and what is the point of space exploration? Why should we fund that? Why does it help us in Earth? Mostly Earth? sports bras. <laughs> Sorry, what? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the practical the practical reason that like you can give why people fund NASA is that NASA just comes up with a lot of cool shit, right? That ends up right. being really useful. The sports bra being one example was designed for female astronauts. And then people were like, oh, this works really well. We should use this to exercise. But like, so why isn't it called the space bra? Uh, it should be. And probably someone has trademarked that term and is selling them on eBay. You can go check. 
Game that girl, are you wearing I'm, a space bra? Because, because I'm definitely not Googling space bra. Because you I'm have Googling gone through bra. intensive training for the purposes of a very dangerous mission to the outer reaches of space. Ayo. But like, why, why couldn't we just like fund small businesses who would come up with like equally valuable. Hey, small business. Things. Do you want to spend like, well, I mean, there's bigger things like the whole satellite system. But like, like what is, what is like global unique... telecommunications is a result of NASA. You know, that's kind of, it's kind of cool. So are we funding uh space travel? Like I, I'm, I'm totally for space travel and space exploration, but um... <laughs> Tom Googled space bra. And there it's literally all... just a bra in just space. Bra. <laughs> in space. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> Like I'm, I'm for space space yeah. exploration. I'm just curious. Like, so are we funding in the hopes that NASA will discover other things that are helpful to us now? Like, no, what, not what at can all. we ben- Well, then, like, not what really. can, what can like, we benefit what from knowing more that, about other planets? That's the excuse. Like, that's the one excuse you can give. But like so many things in science, the excuse is not the reason you do it, right? We build the we built the whole uh, ten billion dollar Large Hadron Collider particle accelerator. Tom just dropped his phone. Good job, Tom. Um, for like we built it because we wanted to know some really crazy theoretical things about the universe and people were like why would you want to do that that seems super useless and then we you know we as physicists came up with a lot of explanations well of like and like they're good explanations they're not wrong it's like well who knows what we'll discover who knows what the possibilities are going to be like 100 years ago we would have said the same thing about the stuff that now forms the basis for everything in your life and like a lot of those things, sorts of things have come from the space race and like space exploration too. But it's also not why we do it. I think, I don't know. I I kind of hope that we do it purely because we want to explore. Yeah. Like that we want to be better as a species than just surviving. But I don't know if that, like, I don't know what they put in as the arguments for it in right. the US budget. I would be, I, I, I would be impressed if that was the stated yeah. reason. I don't I don't totally know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere along those lines. But I, I do like the explanation that Hank Green gives on his video about the James Webb Space Telescope, where he says that there's two ways to make the world a better place, which is to decrease the suck and in- increase the awesome. <laughs> and that the, the James Webb Space Telescope increases the awesome yeah. of the world. And, and you want to do both, obviously, and we are. You know, we're like, fighting global warming uh, world hunger poverty all that stuff um but like like what what would figuring out like how quasars and pulsars work how would that help us here you know like that's that's kind of the question right like why can't we just look at them and go they i'm sure they work somehow let's put our money to the auto industry let's put our money why can't we why are we not built that way as people why do we when we see a post about they might have discovered a new planet that we're not even sure about. Why do we rave about that and share it with our friends and it you know, gets millions of people super excited for just that possibility, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't, it doesn't have any usefulness to your life. The decades old debate now, is Pluto a planet, has nothing to do with existence or with, you know, surviving day to day. But people like care about this stuff, you know? We want to be looking at the mysteries of the world and figuring them out. And I think the reason why we do that like generally as a species is that be- is because if you leave no problem unsolved just as a default, if you if you need to find the solution to every problem, then accidentally you will find the solutions to the problems that are going to kill you. Right? Mm. But to do that, you just need to solve all of them. And I think that's I'm 
I don't know. It's weird that we've wound up like this, but it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I love that we do that. I love that we fund, you know, space exploration, that we're looking into Mars and that we're sending people there. And yeah. I love that we're sending probes like real, real far in the hopes that we'll like find stuff. I think that's super, super cool. And I was just, I don't know. I, just I hope that they're also doing discussion. things like, like funding the arts, you know, because I feel like that's yeah. a similar, like I feel about space exploration very similarly to the way I do about like the mm. arts and stuff is that it's, there are things mm. that we do because they're worth doing as people. Yeah. But they're not things that solve survival problems in our lives. No, but like I, you know, being myself an artist and I know that pretty much everybody around this table is as well. Um, I know that like the more I invest myself in my art, the, the better I become as a person and the more, and like kind of like what you were saying, you know, I, as I'm doing this thing that perhaps doesn't have like an immediate use, it like accidentally solves problems in my own life. Yeah. You know, like I started doing theater when I was being bullied and I was like incredibly insecure. And the more I did it, the more comfortable I became with myself and the more confident I became. And like, that is entirely or like almost entirely because I did theater, you know? And I, I've, I find them like my curiosity, uh, like I have a very curious spirit and I think that beca- that comes from writing a lot, you know? And I, I don't know. I think I I I kind of see how the two are related. Where like as you venture in one endeavor, you will discover and accidentally fix, yeah, different things. I, I mean that which that's is, just may um, not be the point, but well, that's my theory for you know in terms of like evolution survival terms, why we are like this. But now that we're like this, I think we do it because we must. Right. What do you guys think? I agree. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing. I think, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, like, it's important that we, you know, explore and just, you know, see what we can find out about the world and about ourselves. And I don't know. I think the big conflict comes when there's sort of a limited pot of resources, right? And people start arguing, well, which, you know, which of the problems should you solve? And that's, that's something that I think, like, to be honest, it's very possible that, like, both space exploration and kind of, like, like physics physics people have carved out like a very large portion of the pie from back in the cold war era where everybody was like okay well we need to beat the russians to the moon slash we need to find the next nuclear bomb and so like those particular sciences carved out this gigantic sort of section of like not gigantic compared to say defense spending but gigantic compared to art spending right so it's possible that given the, the meager budget that they have, that you you could argue that there's too much going to space as opposed to something else that would be really cool to do. Yeah. That, that would be re- reasonable about. I think ultimately there's yeah. way more, there's more than actually going into the military. Well, you know, I mean, arguably, obviously, depending on who you talk to. But. And also, arguably, that's going to be what a lot of NASA's breakthroughs are used for. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not entirely uncorrelated that no, you, know, you talk about space age warfare stuff. Yeah, you know, like all this crazy aerodynamic plane stuff. Probably yeah, a lot of we it gotta came shoot out of... the sun. What we gotta shoot the sun. It's important. Shoot if we sun. can't shoot the yeah. sun, what's it all been for? I feel like that's a reference to something. Nope. Okay. I thought that was like an Icarus thing. These like... are my like legitimate thoughts. Oh, okay. What do you mean shoot the sun? Like with like with a like. Like water a gun? gun or a Look, laser or a net. Wake up, guys. I the sun is burning net. out. And if we don't make a weapon that can recharge the sun. Oh, 
sunshine no, 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 have no, 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 no. The sun is burning out. It needs <laughs> no, to take time anything. off, <laughs> take care of itself. You know, take a take a sun sabbatical needs a personal year. Day. Yeah, and like we can we can bring in a, a a sun therapist. We could live for a year without the sun. That'd could be we? cool. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we just have to go underground. Ew. Uh, Dang. Why only a year? Actually, we could live for. I don't know. XKCD actually calculated this: how long we could live without the sun, and he or Randall Monroe, I guess, is the guy. Yeah. Um. On the surface, it wasn't all that long because all the plants and stuff would die. Um. It would but, be at least like what eight minutes. Well, eight minutes until you even notice. Yeah. But like you know, you don't just because the sun because is the eight light minutes away. Yeah. Oh, so okay. so if this so if God were to erase the sun like. Just immediately, yeah. It would like we wouldn't. Notice you wouldn't. You wouldn't notice any difference for eight, eight minutes, minutes later, <laughs> or at least eight minutes in our reference frame. Physically, you could argue that it's no minutes depending on whether you're moving or not. But <laughs> sidetrack. If any physicists yeah. are listening, maybe they'll. All I'm saying that. is we should blow up the sun. Okay. Well, the sun's blowing up. Well, like groundhog's not gonna see a shadow though, <laughs> and the then there'll never be winter again. <laughs> the sun is the most one of the most powerful explosions we know about. Just constant. Yeah. That's why That's it's cool. not oh getting pulled in is it's constantly exploding. Hmm. Yeah. It's fun. Interesting. But yeah, no, you'd have to live underground because, like, underground you could survive for a long time. Keep yeah. stores of food. I mean, we have those geothermal those, energy. We have those lights that kind of simulate sunlight, so we'd be able to grow plants to make yeah. food and. But and you need to figure out a way to get power, right? Because all of our power geothermal. comes from the, yeah geothermal fossil fuel stuff. You can yeah. make it work. Well, I mean, we're trying to get away from fossil fuel. I think we'd have bigger problems okay. if there was no sun. Would there still be tides? If there was no sun, yeah, yeah, because the tides are from the moon. But Man. wouldn't all the water? But wouldn't the water all freeze? Well, not immediately. It's an ocean. It's so we could we could generate long. power through like tidal electricity, things. like for a while. But it yeah, was... store up some energy while we like set up all the geothermal stuff. Maybe there would be some leftover winds that we can power the windmills. There'd also with. be some leftover like oil. Yeah, but we want to move away from oil. <laughs> you guys are looking at this the wrong way. Okay? <laughs> just trying to blow up the sun, okay? No more questions. <laughs> just blow up the sun. Everything will be fine. Okay. Let's, uh, I feel like we've been talking a lot. Yeah. Uh, you guys talk. Paolo, uh, you bring anything to the table today just See, you wanted to talk about? So now I feel bad because my thing is so inconsequential compared to this very important talk about <laughs> space exploration. God. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on us. Like... I'm all like, oh, man, that's really smart. That's really good. I have nothing to say to that. Awesome. We are a comedy podcast. Yeah. So we, we need a little bit of humor in this in this one. All right. Well, speaking of space, that's a good segue. <laughs> Whoa. Um, there was a movie that came out in December, a little sci-fi indie. It was called Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, Never heard geez, of it. man. It made a lot of money. It made like that did well at Sundance. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, there's a lot of movies at Sundance I want to check out, but that's besides the point. Anyway, so... The original plan was for episode eight episode to come out um, in May of next year. But Lucasfilm, well, Disney, Lucasfilm doesn't exist anymore. Disney decided to move it to December. Funny enough, December was also when Avatar 2 was going to come out that year. Ah, and there is the question. When when so you say be, when you say December, jerks? you mean 2016 or 2017? 2017, sorry. Because like... Uh, December yeah, 2016 is when Rogue One is coming out, right? Yep. Nice. Ro- Rogue One? Star Rogue Wars One. Rogue One is the spin-off movie they're going to make, which is going to be the first movie 
ever to not be about the Skywalkers. Can, uh-huh. can they call it Star Wars Seven and a Half? Uh, they're calling it Star Wars. I think it's called Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story, yeah, or something like that. It, it <laughs> happens before uh, Episode Four. It happens before New Hope. Yeah. Oh yeah, Star Wars three and a half. Nice, perfect. It's, it's yeah. the one where uh, where you know Rosencrans and Guildenstern. It, yeah, it has a uh, Forest yeah. Whitaker in it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Forest Whitaker, Felicity, Felicity Jones, yep. Alan Tudyk. Oh, be I good. seriously other people. I don't know who Forrest Whitaker is. The only thing I know about Forrest Whitaker is there's a community episode. Yes, you do. With if a you reference were to, see to a Forrest picture. Whitaker staring at people. He's got the droopy eye. That's all I know. And what did, who what, what does he, he do? do? He was he the last king of Scotland. He was all like, I'm the last king of Scotland. Wait, no. That's not what he did. <laughs> <laughs> not, That's a pretty good synopsis but, of the movie. Yeah, not something I'm aware of. I know. Okay. What do you want to know Star Wars? Alright, so here's the thing. Avatar 2 got delayed because of this. Okay. And they're starting at filming Avatar 2 in April. So they're still going to go ahead with Avatar 2. And I want to ask you guys whether you even are concerned at all or like even excited for an Avatar movie, which is not even much Star Wars anymore. I never saw the first Avatar. You ever saw Avatar? <laughs> nope. I saw... Yes, you did. You saw Pocahontas. Well, I saw, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I saw the and first Avatar. Jolly. I saw Last Airbender. I saw The Legend of Korra, but I did not see the James Cameron Blue Man Group. <laughs> blue Man Cat, Blue Cat Man Group. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The only blue cat I need is the one at the jazz festival. That's a pretty sweet nice. cat. Did you know that there are such things as blue cats? There are cats who are, I think they're like blue Persians. Well, well Russian blue. I had a Russian blue. Russian when blue I was kid. Was yeah. it actually? Was it actually no, blue? Or was just, it just kind of just gray? gray. What oh. shade of blue are the blue cats oh. you're talking about, though? The like blue cats in Avatar, you've seen them, they're no, bluish. The, the Simon blue cats. I mean, I just remember like when I was a kid. They've got uh, like a bluish tint to their gray. They're kind of like your shirt, but darker. And bluer. But they're just, <laughs> <laughs> like they're literally that color. Yeah. It's just like, like you could argue I, that it's bluer than I just than remember like when, when I was things. a kid, uh, I had a dictionary. You know those dictionaries that had like illustrations every once in a while? Like an encyclopedia? No, like it a was coloring book. It was it was a dictionary, and then like when it would get to cat, it would have a like a page with a bunch of cats, and when it got to dinosaur, it would have a page with the pictures of a bunch of dinosaurs. And when it got to human body, you yeah, yeah. stared at it people. for a long time. Yeah, oh yeah, um, <laughs> grade three. Yeah, grade three. I but this is a universal experience, man. I know it's the best thing. It's not going to be universal anymore. The next generation are not going to have looked at dictionaries to find naked people. No, they're just going to Google. Yeah, I'm well, they're like five. Oh man, that's sad. Anyway, there was a there was a blue cat in like like all consistently there was like always a blue cat in there and I thought, "Oh, blue cats are a thing. That's cool." And yeah, then why not? apparently not. Apparently blue cats are gray. Well, they're they're okay, so Avatar. <laughs> I think so. like I don't know. Avatar was great. It wasn't like an original story necessarily. Oh, okay. But is neither is hairless? Star Wars. It's, it's kind of bluish. Oh, I, I, I can it. see it. Like, is that what your cat looks like? Yeah, yeah, see, it's just it's great, but it's like, they, I mean, they also white balanced that to make it look bluer, probably. Yeah, that cat is actually black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> so old. <laughs> it's not even black. though. Memes happen so fast. I know. I mean, this bill is already old. over. It's oh, this it's is about gold. a year old. What? Like, is, like when did the blue and the dress? Was like a year ago. No, it wasn't. It was this year. It was, it was about, in the summer, like, wasn't it? Yeah, spring. Was it the summer? Was it? Like late spring? Yeah, late spring. I think it was late spring. Hmm. But uh, it it lasted like a couple days, and people were like, "Oh, the dress, it's done." Yeah, mm, done with that. I don't like Avatar. It's 
it's a it's a brilliantly constructed world, right? Which is kind of like the way Star Wars is. Like Star Wars is not original stories, especially the new one. The new one is basically the same story as the first one. We've all seen it here, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and by even, now, yeah. I think it's okay to talk about it a little more freely. Yeah. yeah. All right. I would say so. Like, like, like at this point, anybody who hasn't seen it, it's it's their job to avoid spoilers. By now, if I've seen it, it's okay to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> So still not yeah. okay to spoil avatars. What you're saying. <laughs> oh man, there's these blue people. You see. <laughs> la, 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 well, you la, just la. told them Pocahontas, so they already know. Wow, this is only part of it. No, but Pocahontas doesn't have the whole like fantasy of becoming the greatest and strongest of the tribe thing. You, you know? don't know that. We didn't get a deep look at her inside psyche. I think that's the answer with Wolves Ashley. That's... Yeah, it's, that's the other part. Yeah, I don't. I think it's like James Cameron's good at making epic movies. I'm not. I. I doubt we're going to be disappointed by Avatar 2. See, I don't know, because I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but like you mentioned Star Wars, right? But we talk about Star Wars still, even during the years when Star Wars was no longer a thing. Star Wars was still being mentioned in everyday conversation. Yeah. No one talks about Avatar. Yeah, and, and like uh, Avatar is like this super weird anomaly in like film commerce, because it was one of the top grossing movies in all of history. Number one. Yeah, no, yeah. okay, there you go. No, number one top grossing movie in all of history. But no one knows what it is. <laughs> or okay. like, 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 no one really talks about it. It's not yeah. a cultural phenomenon, right? But, it was, yeah, but, it but then did, now it's over. It did change the movie industry. Did it? Like, Avatar is the reason why Star Wars 7 was in 3D. Undoubtedly. Like, it was the yeah, entire... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the reason why so many other movies were in 3D, too. It, yeah, it, it like... Because James Cameron, what he does, he doesn't, he doesn't make, like... Unforgettable stories. He makes unforgettable. Except Titanic well, and Terminator. He and didn't Terminator. really Terminator make the story really. for Titanic. Yeah. Well, the story, <laughs> the story of Rose and what's his face. Two two lovers meet up. Boat sinks. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not incredibly. Like, I sure want that on a t shirt. <laughs> I want that on a t shirt. <laughs> it's a good summary. <laughs> but he, but he summarize, does like Tim, no Tim I'm gonna stop you summarize other movies summarize Lord of the Rings go <laughs> welcome to the latest segment of our show Tim <laughs> summarizes movies this is already a thing this is just the, that tweet tweet a movie in hundred Tim just whatever. do it Lord of the Rings go playing a plot this that one I've I've already got one that other people have done which is just people, Jungle Book go. people returning jewelry for nine hours that's the, <laughs> that's the plot of, of the Lord of the Rings uh, Jungle Book is orphan boy parties with wild creatures um, good. Well, Orphan Boy learns that girls are hot, basically. There's a girl in the Jungle Book? Yeah. yeah. At the end, That's why he leaves. That's what he learns. He was like, not okay with getting all these people, the, all these my true. friends that I lived my entire life with. There's a hot girl. and go be with her now. I mean, Mowgli's young enough that I don't think he has a concept of a hot girl. It's just a girl. He just, well, maybe. That's true. Because it's the first girl he's She's pretty seen. hot, though. Maybe. But if you had only seen one oh. girl, you'd Kay. probably be attracted Summarize to her. Finding Nemo. Go. Um... <laughs> finding Nemo. That's, that's not, he it's, finds it's, Nemo. It's in the title. That's kind of the, the whole summarize uh, Inside Out. I haven't seen it. Sorry, it's, so it's they just oh, put it on Netflix. Cute. It's so good. Yeah, she and she has that song, and she does really weird, flirty things with her eyes that are like you're probably not doing that at that age. I completely forgot that there was a girl in that movie. I really just thought that You're... movie was just about a kid partying with animals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he meets a girl, and then he leaves them. That's he also you know. like chases a tiger with fire. I don't know, but I I think like 
What I was going to say about Avatar is that, uh, like, James Cameron is really good at producing new technologies. Like, Titanic was revolutionary for, like, the CG stuff, right? Same for Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah. Terminator yeah. 2 was, yeah. So, what other movies did James Cameron do? Terminator, Terminator 2, True Lies, oh, The Abyss. Yeah, was Titanic. The Abyss good? The Abyss is pretty good. It's pretty good. A lot of underwater stuff in The Abyss. Which I, met, is I met the guy who did all the sound effects for The Abyss. Is, is The Abyss the sequel to Titanic? <laughs> no, The Abyss was before Titanic. But it's also about oh. underwater stuff. In fact, like uh, Titanic like some... was made because James Cameron was a scuba diver. And he was all like, oh, I want to find the Titanic. And then he was all like, okay, I'll make a movie about it too while I look for the Titanic. And so most of it, most of the money went to his expedition for the yeah. Titanic. Did you did you hear Wait, about when but he... Did, was that the movie? Like, did they find the Titanic for the movie? No, 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 no. Like, he just wanted to... Because when did they find the Titanic again? Uh, I would I would imagine probably before the movie. Yeah, probably before. I would the movie. hope so because that would be a pretty big gamble to be like, well, I'm gonna write this whole plot for the movie based on an expedition. No, but the whole book ending thing about like, oh, we're an explorer and we're like uh, trying to find stuff. Like, yeah, that was based on what happened to him, you know, because that was his connection to Titanic originally. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, I forgot about that part of the movie. Did, yeah, I guess there's more than two lovers meet. There's did you get? Did you guess? Yeah, there's about... also like girl throws away more than your life savings. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you guys hear about when uh, James Cameron like remastered Titanic? He <laughs> like he like redid all the CG so it like looked better, but he also um, changed the sky so that the stars would be accurate as to where they were would have been at that time because like when they did it and they like like designed and animated the like sinking scene that happens yeah. at night they just used like what stars look like na- looked like at the time like in like whatever whenever he came out 2000 or whatever 1995 was it 95 uh, i don't know whatever it's when it like came that. out um but but then like like he got a bunch of feedback from people saying like that's not what the stars would have looked like and so he like ch- like found what they would have like where the stars would have been and he changed that hold too. on like at you mean at the precise time yeah. that the titanic sank yeah because like the stars don't location. drift that much in a hundred years but no but he changed it so like just just someone pe- someone knew someone, someone looked at the star out. chart and they were like oh the, the sun wasn't rising in Taurus that Some, day something like that. He really wow. cares, man. Have you seen the alternate ending of Titanic? It's on YouTube. It's where the boat doesn't sink? No, no. You know the bit where she throws the jewelry in the ocean? The people yeah. ca- the people catch her. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And she's all like, oh, I'm throwing away this jewelry because you should know that it doesn't mean anything and you have to love each other. I'm not kidding. This is actually most of, okay, not like the way I'm saying it, but yeah. And <laughs> she throws it in the ocean and one of the guys, word, like real line, that really sucks, lady. And then the main explorer guy was like, I can't believe you did this. And then the old lady just says some more platitudes about life affirming bullshit. Was that, was that like, is that like how it should have ended? Or is that no, an actual? No, that is the actual alternate ending. Wow. And then they're like, wait a minute. We have this whole expedition that has been going to the bottom of the ocean looking for this stone. No, now they Now we dance. know it's right there. No, they dance. They, like, the main guy dances with the daughter of the old lady. He's all like, oh, I think you're really pretty. We should dance. And it ends, and everyone's laughing and smiling. I swear to God. Okay, well, uh... That sounds like a great ending. I love how often it becomes revealed that movies became... That movies were incredibly close to being bad. Yeah. 
Like, it makes you appreciate that when movies are bad, they might have been really close to being good. Like how uh, apparently Nicolas Cage was almost Aragorn. Whoa. I don't know if that's true, but apparent, apparent, according to Nicolas Cage, Peter Jackson approached him and asked him to play Aragorn. Wait, but, v- but Nicolas Cage agrees to do literally everything he's asked to do. So a- Apparently not. <laughs> really? Yeah, he said that he turned that one down and uh, I can't remember another one, but like in an interview he said he turned down Aragorn and, and something else. And it's like like there was that like Tim Burton Superman movie that oh yeah like Nicolas Cage was gonna be Superman and then it was either never released or he said no or it was canceled or something. There's a photo of the him yeah testing out the costume. It looks really goofy. It's Tim Burton. Well, it is Superman. No, but he's got like long hair and he's got like these this weird rubber Superman suit. And it's like <laughs> weirdly inexplicably purple. Too, yeah, instead of being blue. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. a documentary about that. Called The Death of Superman Lives, because that was the name of the movie. Was that the one that Kevin Smith was on as well? Yep, that okay. was the one. Yeah. Well, what was Kevin Smith going to do for it? I think he, he was... wrote it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's fun. Kevin Smith is the guy with the long hair, the beard, and always wears jerseys. He's... Right? Yeah, he's yeah, Bob and Jay and Silent Bob. Okay. And also other people. Yeah, plays he Kevin Smith in uh, a couple episodes of the Mindy Project. <laughs> <laughs> and also plays Kevin Smith in like almost every geek TV show. He's He's got a podcast about Frasier. Really? Yeah. Wow. How yeah. is he not your favorite person? He is one of my favorite people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just Did, didn't you remember when he mentioned that on the podcast a couple times? Oh my times? God. Did Kevin you guys, Smith? have you guys seen this photo of Kelsey Grammer just sitting naked at a table eating some food? No, no? but can that be the image of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone can we'll enjoy it. And they'll wonder for the entire episode, why is that the picture? And yeah. then we'll understand. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I do have one where we're, we're going to go a little oh, yeah. over time this week uh, okay. because we have a question from one of our Patreon subscribers. Oh, hello, Patrick. Shout out to Patrick. It is Patrick, time. right? There's only two. We only have two, from. and yeah. the other one doesn't pledge enough to get a question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joanne, if you really want to. Yeah, I mean, we could, we could add it up eventually. Like when, when she gets to $5, be like, okay, you get one I think question. I now she's gotten to $5. Yeah, she just rolled over the month. Joanne, Probably. if you want a question, just, I guess, text Tom or something. Yeah, shoot it to us for next week. I love um, how we hoard these questions like they're special. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys want to submit a question to the show, go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge uh, some money. Some moolahs. Uh, and so Patrick asks, what are the best or worst ways to blow money if you win like a huge jackpot in the lottery? Patreon for up for discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Support the show. <laughs> Is that the best or the worst way? Both. Best for you. Good. Best for us. Probably not a great investment for you. Hmm. I'd say, let's modify it. How would you spend the money? I would. How take much money like, are we talking? Like the Powerball, like a Powerball, billion dollars? yeah, like a, a fucking trillion billion. You know, <laughs> was it? I think it was a billion, right? It Maybe, was yeah. one point three of after taxes it's for like six hundred thousand or six hundred million or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, that sucks. <laughs> 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 taxes is like five dollars, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would take like about eighty percent of that and invest it. Just put it, yeah. Uh, like <clears throat> go, like just go to all of the banks and go. I won the Powerball. Just g- offer me something, and then whoever get like like don't go to don't deal. go to the bank. Go to like a a private like investment firm. Is right? that a thing? Yeah, yeah go like, to Tim's uh, brother-in-law. <laughs> basically, go to my brother-in-law and be like, "Hey, oh, do you want to expand yeah. your business a bunch?" I I would do that because I, I like your brother-in-law, <clears throat> and, I, and I think he likes me. So yeah. yeah, he always walks up to me and starts talking to me every time I see him. Yeah, like, I, I mean, the first thing you do probably is you go and 
do a bunch of research on what do billionaires do with their money. <laughs> well, I think it'll be a good start. Because if you're Warren Buffett, you give none of it to your children. Well, so. yeah. But he's, <laughs> Classic war buff. He also like drinks eight Cokes a day and eats ice cream for breakfast. Warren Buffett oh, is a mouse. He's the best. But he's like he's really good at making money, right? And right now yeah. he's just investing it all and making more and more and more. And then when he dies, he's going to give it all away. And give yeah. none, to, none of it to his kids, which I think is phenomenal. Hmm. Um, I mean, when you say none of it, I think he's giving like a couple million dollars Probably. to his kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But it's like a small fraction, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would... I would definitely like buy just a really nice condo in like the old fort or something. And uh, yeah, just like, you know. You could buy a whole building of condos and rent the others out for mortgage money. Yeah. Maybe. Not that you'd need it if you had but, a billion dollars. No, but like, I don't know. I'd like, I, I wouldn't make like a huge deal about it. I wouldn't get, I mean, I'd get a Tesla. That would be cool. I would do that. But Teslas I w- are fun. Like, other than that, like, I don't think I would. Like I was going to say, I wouldn't get a sports car. But I was like, no, I'd get a Tesla. Oh, I thought you meant you would like buy Nikola Tesla's body. <laughs> I would get His that too. Zoomed remains. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd just like kind of just live quietly, be generous to my friends and give a ton of it to, sh- to charities and stuff that I really, really appreciate. Yeah. Just, See, I wouldn't tell people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> no, either. yeah. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I would tell close friends, right? And then people would come to my apartment and be like, why is your apartment so nice? I'd be like, rich grandma. You mean you wouldn't tell people like as a matter of course, because when you win it, it's going to be like people are going to find out. It's always in the news and stuff, though. Uh-huh. This person won the Powerball. Yeah, true. But like, I don't, I don't think many people I know like read the news to find that out. And like, even if they did, they, they, I think they just kind of skim it because no one really reads those. But they someone like, they someone would, will if if you like if one person reads it and sees your name, it's going to be all over your Facebook. Maybe yeah, but my name is Paulo Gonzalez. There's like a bunch of Paulo Gonzalez's out be there. Like, no, it's, it's I'll be like, one. oh, that's not me. I got that. There's a preacher yeah. in the paper. Oh, that, this. They must have just trolled Facebook and got the wrong guy. Same, same thing with my name, right? Like, if I won the lottery, people would be like, I, I, I know. Like, it could be literally like a third of Quebec. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if you I won the lottery, I'd be the only one. I'd be <laughs> I'd be on some Martin Shkreli shit. I'm not even gonna lie. I would probably turn into a terrible person if I got a million dollars. So if you bought, if you got like a billion dollars, you would just start buying out cheap drugs and jacking up the prices. Probably. Like I, I don't, I don't think it'd be a good idea for me to become a billionaire. I'm sure I'd turn into a terrible person. I, I don't think so. I think you'd like to say that, but I, I, I believe that you would like, like you'd, you'd pay off your debt. You'd move into a really nice apartment with like a really move into nice, a nice apartment. I would buy a house. Sorry. Yeah. I sincerely believe that really if you bought a billion, if you got a billion dollars, you would still wind up with credit card debt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. Like it wouldn't change my life too much. I'd probably buy a house and then continue to be like a mess. Yeah. I, don't, I think, yeah. <laughs> you would just be able to like hire a maid to clean up after you. Well, I, I'd be married. You'd be, if I had a billion dollars, dollars you would someone would love me. You would yeah. buy a wife. <laughs> this is this is not how society works, Tom. No, no, I wouldn't buy a wife. Just I would immediately become more attractive because I wouldn't have to worry about anything anymore because I'd have money and then I'd be less stressed out. Um, I don't know. Sometimes when you don't have anything to worry about, you let yourself go. Are you, you speaking directly lectures? to my life or <laughs> no. I don't know what it's like not to worry about things and i don't think you know what it's like to not worry about things what about you tim what would you do i think honestly like i would obviously do the investment thing that you're talking about because it's like well do you want to have lots of money now or do you want to have lots of money for the rest of your life like that seems Mm -hmm. like a pretty good you know easy answer to that question but 
Otherwise, honestly, it would probably just sit in my bank until one day I was like, you know, I I have an idea. Hmm. Right? Like, I don't... I don't know. I I think you... I, I usually sort of fly life by the seat of my pants. Like, I do things until I realize, oh, that's the thing I want to do, and then I go and do that. So I think probably would be similar. I just, hmm. like, all of a sudden... Things that would not have been possibilities when I thought of them all of a sudden would be possibilities. I'm like, oh, you know what I should do? Blow up the sun. And then I could do it, right? Like, maybe I wouldn't do it, but it would be it'd be within the realm of possibility, you know? Hmm. When I have that idea that's like, this is the best thing. Someone with a billion dollars should do this. I'll do it. But you would never have to worry about rent. Like, are you saying that you would I just have to worry about, Yeah, I wouldn't have to worry about rent. But also... You could like, buy the rights to rent. <laughs> I could stage my own production of Rent. Wow. You could be all of the roles. <laughs> That's true. You could clone yourself. I would nice. definitely hire a video editor. That is one <laughs> thing that I would do because video editing is annoying and long. And I mean, yeah, it's like fun, you could you, you, you could move out into like a, a place that's like like super big, super comfy. But and like you've I got, don't want to, and you've got like your own like your own super professional studio and stuff. Like you could yeah. do all of those things. That'd get be like fun. all. All of the best equipment. I would have a grand piano. You could own nice. a horse. Definitely. Hmm? You could own a horse. A horse? I heard, yeah. I heard horse. No, you could all... own a horse. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you heard right. Something to ride on with a saddle, large feet. <laughs> Horses, compared to their size, have very small feet. Yeah. I mean, they stand on their tiptoes. Compared to other animals, fairly large feet. Not compared to oh. elephants. I mean, if Fair. you're if you're talking about just like size as opposed to you know um ratio then sure they have bigger feet than the majority of animals hmm. but well like a relative to their shoe, relative to their size a horseshoe is not as long as your foot true like your foot is almost the size of a horse's foot and you're so much smaller than a horse i'm just saying i wouldn't want to get kicked by a horse <laughs> it's not just because of the foot though it's because of everything backing up the foot all right, there's like the, the legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the legs. What about are... you, Paolo? What uh, would you do if you won the billion dollar Powerball? Mine's just kind of boring. It's kind of like, you know, you guys, I would invest. I'd probably get a loft because I always want to live in a loft. Lofts are the best. Yeah. I'll, like a loft would be great. I'd probably like, this is ideal. I would probably like want to like own like a store or something or like hmm. a bar or whatever. I was thinking like a movie theater. I was thinking I'll get a movie theater and I would be play fun. a bunch of old films that no one really plays anymore in theaters. That'd be cool. Plus, plus like, you know, we could use more art house theaters. I mean, we have two in Montreal, but you know, the third one would be good. So you can, and do you think that like they kind of have to be like, they don't, they don't make enough of a profit. To be, survive is that why there aren't many of them? Yeah, but okay. So you but would you fund like the Bois Noir. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, you would fund the Bois Noir. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, there, cool, there was one I used to go to, and then that got shut down, and that was sad. But then I found another one, and I was happy. But sweet. Yeah, Bois Noir is basically the greatest movie store in the city. It's like it's got. It has basically every movie it's got everything it's got yeah. everything and the categories are awesome they don't categorize by genre they categorize by director so be like you want this director's movies all over here Montreal Metro if you're interested yeah, yeah so I've always walked by it my uh, my French teacher used to rave about it because she was a movie buff but I never actually gone in I should do that 
There's a lot of cool stuff. Is there. it mostly like French language or is it? Uh, it's every language. It's everything. You, yeah. it, they have a Russian section. They got a Japanese section. They got a French section. You know, most and of it's American. English section too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. One one thing I've always wanted to do is open a writer's bar. Ooh, yeah. And you could call it the writer's block. <laughs> and it would just be on an entire block. No, I was bars. I was gonna call it the quill and the dagger. The quill and the dagger. You could call it bar mitzvah. <laughs> what does that have to do with writers, Tommy? It's just a very lucky bar. No, it's because all the writers to. are Jewish, I guess. Or I would call it the Hemming Way. Ooh. <laughs> That's a very earnest joke you got. Uh, <laughs> or or I I would open I would open a writer's nightclub and call it Girls Gone Oscar Wild. Wait, what would a writer's uh, nightclub be? It would just be like instead of blaring music, it's blaring like live readings of poetry. I don't know. <laughs> and everybody has to wear tweed. Oh. Tweed and or elbow patches. So, so that's basically when you become a billionaire, I will not be your friend. <laughs> I would I would pay your rent. How about that? That's the, the thank you. <laughs> That's useful. You could live with me in my loft. I'm not. I don't want to live with you in your loft. Will you be pay for really... me to live in my own loft, please? Sure. Like, to be honest, you don't want to live with me either because yeah, I will just be up all night screaming into a microphone. I would I would like give you your own section of the loft. You would have your own your own kitchenette, your own bathroom. See, and then it's just an apartment. Everything. <laughs> it stops being a loft if there's more than one section. No, because I no 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 no. I'd like I'd make. No, it, what no. makes it a loft is that it's above something. That one. So this is a loft. Yeah, by that logic. We are. No, I, the, the, lo- the loft is a, the loft the is like the highest point, right? Well, like it's like it uh, in in that it's like the top floor. Yeah, I don't know about and that. a loft is aloof. See. What? In your loofah loft, you wear a loofah. How do you wear a loofah? <laughs> well, first head, you blow know. up the sun, and then using the parts from the sun. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Up for Discussion podcast. <laughs> it's been a good one. It's been it's had a good time here. Uh, transitions. Paolo, thank you so much for coming. No problem. Um, Thanks, dude. Can people find you places? or Facebook.com slash Paolo the Odd Man. There we go. Yeah. You probably also find him around Montreal. I'm yeah. Sure on the streets. Wander around. I go to McGill. Come stalk me. Sweet. Please. Yeah. If you're a girl. He's the only Pelo uh, Gonzalez. If you, if you meet him on a street corner, say hi. Blow him a little kiss. Don't give him a kiss unless you ask for consent. But blow him a little kiss. You don't need consent. It's fine. And then blow up the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Paolo hereby gives consent on this podcast. Just to clarify, he, he means, means for, for that specific scenario in general it's a you you need consent so good yeah so give paolo a big old smoosh (laughs) (laughs) and support the show patreon.com slash up for discussion have a good day guys see you soon we love you i'm simon i'm tom zalatni i'm dumblay so long for now play a song and that's paolo gonzalez i wasn't sure it was gonna be a guest thing or not (laughs)